0: Hi, this is uh, Mark Berkler speaking, and in this podcast, I want to talk about the question, see if we can answer the question, can non-Christians receive God's creative flow? I know that I can as a Christian, and I know that all Christians can, because the Bible talks about this river that flows from the throne room of God, that Revelation 22 talks about that. And then in and everything it touches, it brings life to, creativity and life, okay? And and that river flows within, within us. John chapter 7, 37 to 39, Jesus said, Out of my innermost being shall flow rivers of living water, this he spoke of the Spirit. So I'm going to assume this river that flows from the throne is the river of the Holy Spirit. And everything it touches, it brings life to. And so I've written a lot about Christians, uh, tuning to flow. I first discovered flow back in 1979, Um, When I was researching how to hear God's voice, and I found a short article in a book, and it was called The Flow Experience, was the title of the article, and they said people who are in flow are more creative, more effective, more brilliant than those who are not in flow, and I said, yeah, that's true in my life, and so I went to the Bible, and sure enough, found flow in, in John chapter 7, 37 to 39, and it became One of the four keys to hearing God's voice. Uh, Recognize his voice as spontaneous flowing thoughts that light upon your mind. And I've written about creativity because I believe creativity comes from from that flow, the flow of the Holy Spirit. But that kind of raises an interesting question. Um, What about non-Christians? I mean, can a non-Christian tune to flow? Because right now, there's a lot of books on flow on the market okay you can just type in books on flow and google that phrase and and you will find that number will come up so it's it's not obscure anymore that athletes talk about being in flow and optimum you know that's an optimum place of of surge of energy and so it's a very common thing in a lot of different fields right now so uh so, what about a non-Christian? Can, is there a flow within the non-Christian? Do, is, do they have a spirit? Can the spirit of God touch their spirit, or is this reserved only for Christians? I mean, can a non-Christian get creative ideas? Can they get dreams from God, visions from God, revelation from God, or or does God limit this all just to Christians? Uh, we obviously do know there's some new work of the way that the Holy Spirit works within us as new as Christians, um, but um, that doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit wasn't ministering grace to us even before we got saved. You look at uh, Pharaoh, a king of Egypt, an evil man, and God gives him flow of dreams, revelation of seven skinny cows, seven fat cows, which is wisdom for ruling his kingdom for the next 14 years. That's given to a non-Christian. So apparently, God's love and grace reaches out beyond the borders of Christianity and, and even to evil men. Apparently, Nebuchadnezzar would be uh, uh, another example, or Belshazzar is another example of that. All right, uh, you can go to uh, Daniel chapter five and see a story of him receiving, uh, as again an uh, evil man, receiving revelation from God. And I think it was revelation from God that got me saved. I mean, I was trying to go to sleep one night and had a spontaneous flowing thought saying, you know, if you die tonight, you're not prepared for eternity. So I'm quite sure that that was the voice of God or the voice of an angel or the voice of the Holy Spirit or whatever calling me into the kingdom. So there's another example of flow coming to a non-Christian. So, um, yeah, I believe the Bible's pretty clear that, that God's not real stingy. <laughs> he tells us to love our enemies, to pray for them, okay, do good to them. And I think he does that too. Even those who are his enemies, he, he prays for them, loves them, does good for them, just like he has commanded us to do, which is pretty incredible. I and mean, it lets you know how amazing our God is. One of the books in the market today is called Flow, The Psychology of Optical uh, Experience. And this uh, author here lists seven criteria for entering into the flow, to position yourself to receive flow. I find them interesting because I find a biblical principle that goes along with each of the seven. His first principle is you want complete concentration at the tasks that you're doing. And the Bible says whatever you're hand finds to do, do it with all of your might. That sounds pretty much like complete concentration, Ecclesiastes 9.10. Second point is clarity of goals uh, with a reward in mind and some immediate feedback. Well, Bible talks about Jesus having a goal. It says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. So, uh, Goal with a very precise reward, okay? The joy, of course, set before him is that he was going to reconcile all of us back into the, his family as as children and friends with him. The third uh, criteria for entering to flow is that time speeds up or slows down. Or These are characteristics of people who are in flow. They say time will speed up and slow down. And, of course, we know the Bible says that in the spirit world there's timelessness. Um, Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 2 would indicate that to us fourth thing that you experience in flow um, the experience is intrinsically rewarding and i think that would correspond to a verse in jonah 4 2 which says god's goal is that we have an abundant life okay intrinsically rewarding another character trait is effortlessness and ease when you're in flow Well, the Bible says, cease our own labors, enter into rest. That's effortless and ease. That's Hebrews chapters 3 and 4. Next characteristic of being in flow is there's a balance between the challenge that you're asked to do and the skills you have to do it. Well, the Bible says that we're to minister according to our gifts and the faith that God has given to us. So that's a balance between the giftedness we have and the job he asks us to do. Another characteristic is when you're in flow, you lose self-consciousness. And, of course, the Bible says I lose myself in Christ. I become Christ-conscious, not self-conscious. And the final characteristic that is listed in this particular book is there's a feeling of control over the task. And Philippians 4.13 says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So, uh... Can you think of a time in your life when you've experienced these eight different character traits? You've been in flow and you have outperformed yourself. You've gotten creativity, you've gotten insight, you've got revelation, you got knowledge, you got healing that was beyond your capacity because you were in the spirit and the spirit was flowing through you. Obviously, that's the state we all want to be in all the time and I think we can intentionally pursue that, uh, that state. So, yes, flow is there for the Christian as well as for the non-Christian. God's love pretty much knows no bounds from what I I can see. Commands me to love his enemy, up my enemies, and apparently I believe he loves his enemies and ministers grace to them also. All right, this is Mark Berkler signing off.